These mountains lie at the border between Nepal and Tibet. And this one, it's made entirely of granite, and this granite formed from melting of continental crust about 20 million years ago. Now, of particular interest to us is that the chemical weathering of this granite has had an important implication for the strontium isotopic composition of the world's oceans. Strontium is important to geochemists because the ratio of two of its isotopes, strontium-87 and strontium-86, in seawater can provide a measure of the rate of chemical weathering of the continents. Here, then, was a test for the two models. Measure the strontium isotope ratio in ocean sediment and see if you could detect any increase or decrease on a geological time scale. Now I just saw the buses. The strontium record was kind of the third piece of the puzzle, I guess, that fell into place, that kind of made it all click. I knew the history of the uplift of the Himalayas. I knew there was a lot of chemical weathering going on here today. But I didn't really have any, I, you know, I didn't really have a really good geologic record of how chemical weathering had changed through time. And when I saw a strontium isotope curve for the first time, I saw it in a meeting, and a graduate student, Don DiPaolo, showed beautiful curve for the Cenozoic. It's just gorgeous. And I realized that this was kind of, you know, the smoking gun, so to speak. The lab that revealed the smoking gun? Don DePaolo's lab at Berkeley, California, where they'd analyzed strontium isotopes from the last hundred million years of sediment. What we found as we got further into the strontium work was that the curve got more and more interesting. The problem was we weren't exactly sure what it meant. From about 80 million years ago to 35 million years ago, almost nothing happened. And then at 35 million years ago, wham, the strontium curve starts to go up like a rocket. Now, it also turns out that at about the same time, Maureen Ramo and Rudderman had come out with their ideas about how the Himalaya and the erosion of the Himalaya were affecting the Earth's climate, and they, in fact, used the strontium data as evidence that erosion and weathering rates were changing, and uh, this was support for their ideas. However, not everyone agrees that the strontium-8786 curves are a simple measure of the rate of continental weathering. Can geochemists distinguish high weathering rates from the weathering of unusual rocks? I think that's a very tricky question, and all I would say is that the granites formed in the Himalayas, these leucogranites, are exceptionally high in 87 strontium. The 87-86 ratio of these granites is very high indeed, much higher than almost any other granites in the world. So what we've got here is a ready source available at the surface to provide the increase in 87-86 strontium seen in the oceans. But that doesn't prove that increased chemical weathering didn't also play a role. There's no argument that the Himalayas are the site of massive erosion. It's estimated that six kilometers of rock has been eroded off the mountain ranges. But erosion alone won't change the climate. For that, some of the eroded rocks must be dissolved. 